The account we just heard of the Lord appearing after his resurrection and working this miraculous catch of fish, um, this account can be a model for us about how the Lord um, keeps working with us, is patient with us, even when we're slow to be aware of his presence, slow to be aware of what he's about. Now let's note how this account begins. It begins with Peter and the others going fishing. And it might be easy for us to fail to grasp the significance of that. You might think, well, I know they're fishermen, so obviously they're going fishing. The thing, however, is that they'd stopped being fishermen. They'd stopped being fishermen about three years before when the Lord Jesus had called them at the start of his public life. That he called them when they were fishing on the lake of the Sea of Galilee and said that they were to no longer fish for fish, but to be fishers of people. He, um, and then they'd then been with him for three long years, busy following him around, not fishing. And then he died. And so their returning to fishing was returning to their old way of life. Returning to their life before Jesus. Now we remember the timeline here. The Lord has risen from the dead. He's already appeared to them twice. But it seems as if they hadn't really grasped what that meant. That he'd appeared to them and gone away each time that he'd not stayed with them, that it seems it kind of hadn't sunk in what this meant that he'd risen from the dead. And so they'd returned to their old way of life. So what does the Lord do? How does he respond? Does he get irritable and impatient with them and say, well, don't you get it? Didn't I show you? Last week, the holes in my hands and that I've risen. No, he reaches out to them in a patient way. The way a true teacher is patient, seeking to slowly explain things to a pupil that just doesn't get it. And he works a miracle with their fishing. And the point is this that the miracle he works with their fishing is the very same miracle that he'd done before at the very beginning of his public life when he called them away from being fishermen. And it's described by the evangelist with the exact same pattern, that they'd worked all night, they'd caught nothing, and he tells them to throw their nets onto the other side, and they do, and they get in a hole so huge that they say it's miraculous. And recognizing that it's the same miracle by the same Jesus, St. John calls out, says, it is the Lord. And then we hear the Lord call Peter to a new beginning, saying, follow me. So after the first miraculous capture of fish at the beginning of the Gospels, they'd left their fishing behind and they'd followed him in his earthly body around 
Galilee and the Holy Land for three years. And then after this second miraculous catch of fish, they were now to follow him in a new way, in his resurrected state, but still to be following him, the way you or I are called to follow him. Now, to bring this to a conclusion, you and I can be slow to appreciate what the Lord has done and what the Lord is doing in our lives. And we, like the disciples, can return to our former ways of life, ignoring what the Lord's done to us, ignoring the many new starts that he's given us. And my point is this, that the Lord repeatedly is patient with us, the Lord repeatedly is reaching out to us, just as he did with Peter and the apostles there. Even though they'd returned to their old way of life, he goes back to them. He was there among them, even before they recognized him. He was working among them, even before they said, it is the Lord. And he's with you, and he's with me, even when we forget him, even when we fail to recognize him. And he calls us again to follow him. Follow him now as the apostles were called to follow him at this stage. Follow him in his resurrected state, in the power of his resurrection, by being forgiven for our sins, by living his love in the midst of whatever work, whatever fishing he's calling us to do.